What's up, everybody? Welcome back. We are back live in the virtual studio for the Zach Ricky Show. Um, appreciate you guys holding out for about two years while we went dormant. Uh, life is crazy and, and stuff happens. Um, but I, you know, I still have a huge passion for doing this and I love doing this. Um, and I appreciate all you guys listening. Um, I wanted to say thank you first of all to everybody that's been going back and listening, um, to all the old episodes. Uh, it's been really fun. I really didn't think anybody would listen, but I appreciate the feedback and everybody, um, and just the support, um, with the comeback. But with that, this is the return, the comeback of the Zach Ricky show. And with us, virtually spread out across uh, roughly three different states, including myself, we have um, the crew, most of the crew. We're missing one tonight. Um, he couldn't be with us, but that's okay. We got a couple, uh, a couple comments from him that we'll insert later. But with that, we are back. I want to introduce the guys real quick. Um, Samuel Shercoke, uh, one of my, my good, good friends. Um, Samuel, how are you doing tonight? I'm... Tired, but so happy to be here. It's, um, it, wait, let's just let's just pull down the curtain. It's a late night for me. It is. We but, are re- we are recording late tonight here, except for Alex, of course, who has the benefit of a different time zone. Um, but Sam, I'm I'm super thankful you're able to join us tonight for this rough draft return episode. Obviously, as you all can tell, this is kind of over phone, so it's going to be a little bit of noise to it. But you know, we'll work with what we got. Um, Ryan Jones, also one of my great great friends, is joining us. Ryan, how are you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing well. Just got done uh, playing some volleyball, and my calves are sore. Did you win? I did win handily. Yeah, that's all. That's all that matters, right there. We're all yes. about winning on this podcast. Absolutely. And all the way from the West Coast, we are joined by none other than the Alex Munson. Alex, how are you doing on this wonderful night? I am doing great. I am cruising down PCH, right on the Pacific Ocean, driving in my car, ready to record some Zach Ricky show. Absolutely. Um, real quick shout out, Alex. Uh, it is your, I don't, I don't think it's tonight. It was earlier this week. Is that correct? But you are celebrating an anniversary. Is that correct? Yes. We actually just finished our <laughs> anniversary date. <laughs> this podcast. That's how much I am passionate. About oh man. What a great wife to allow you to do something like that. I appreciate it. Shout out to, to Aaron Munseth uh, on that one, but congrats on that dude. How many, is this three years, right? Three years. That's awesome. Yes. Three years of awesome marriage over on the West Coast, enjoying the ocean life. Nothing better than that. Um, yeah, awesome. Uh, like I said, we're back. Um, but here's the deal, guys. Uh, we're not back like before because I went back and listened to some of the episodes, love some things. I still think we're pretty funny. Hopefully, you guys do too. Um, but there are <laughs> like some. I think I'm pretty funny. <laughs> there were some things we're for sure going to change. First of all, on my the two main things are on my end. Um, nothing wrong with these guys. These guys have been professional and, and phenomenal. But two things I noticed about myself. First of all, um, my mouth is the Audubon of podcasting. I talk way too fast uh, whenever I was recording on the other episodes. It was like I was somebody had a gun to my head or something. And I was just panicking and trying to spit everything out. So I apologize um, listening to a couple of the episodes because I was like, geez, am I trying to uh, wrap a verse here? What is going on? So appreciate you guys suffering through some of that. And the other thing is, and maybe it's just the way I am, but I also sounded like I had um, a giant stick shoved up my nostril. I sound, <laughs> I sound like I have a cold, and maybe that's just my voice. Uh, so I also apologize to everyone throughout my entire life, including my wife. Um, I didn't understand. I sounded like that. 
So uh, with that, I will try to change the pacing. I can't promise the voice change. Um, you know, 24, still haven't hit puberty, so just going to work with the nasally, nasally well, high pitch. Voice. Thank you. Sam. I think your voice is sexy. <laughs> well, I appreciate the encouragement. Um, but with with this being the official comeback episode, which I am so thrilled to be back here uh, and, and kind of writing some content for you guys, um, the, the the topic tonight, the main topic, we're going to just kind of have some fun with is sequels and comebacks, right? We're going to talk about what our favorite sequels, what our favorite comebacks have been uh, throughout history. It could be sporting comebacks. It could be product comebacks like the Twinkie, which we decided we're not going to cover that. But um, and, Or in movie sequels, of course. Everybody loves a great movie sequel. So with that, uh, we gave these guys a little bit of heads up. They've had some time to think, except for Ryan. No, um, I've, I've thought it through. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, would you like to start us in? What is your favorite Absolutely. sequel or comeback? Uh, definitely uh, Shrek 2. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want, I want you to elaborate. Give us the, the nitty-gritty, the details. Oh, man, why, is this, why is this one of the greatest sequels? It's hard for me to elaborate. It's just one of my... He didn't play. I didn't play. <laughs> sorry, I just got back from volleyball. I'm sorry. Yeah, we Name, Okay, three reasons that Trek 2 is like the best comeback. Three yep. reasons. Eddie Murphy, come on. Donkey, is there okay, a better fair. sidekick? Is there? I'm just asking the group. I mean, Name I, wish, I wish Donkey was my sidekick. <laughs> you know, everybody. Everybody does. That's reason number one. Reason number two, um, it's got good music, like good <laughs> musical cutscenes, you know? <laughs> Um, number three, uh, I don't know. Rumpelstiltskin was funny. <laughs> That's good. What about Rumpelstiltskin was the third one. Uh, oh, okay. Well, there you go. I don't know. I'm probably wrong. I'm probably wrong. Well, Sam, I, or excuse me, Ryan, I just want to let you know it doesn't make me want to go watch it, but I appreciate you sharing me with, your, with us your reasons. Um, you convinced me, right? <laughs> um, No, Sam, that's perfect, actually. Let, let's just have that as, as a basic criteria. Just give your top three reasons. See, we learn as we go here. This is this is an area for growth here. Um, give us So, Ryan, thank you for sharing. Is there any other comebacks or sequels that you, you want to share with us that really hit home in your soul? All right. Thanks. No, that's a no. <laughs> Wait, um, where'd Sam go? No, right. Did I say Ryan or Sam? I said Ryan. That's why I said Ryan. That's okay. Ryan. Oh wait, what did you say? <laughs> he said Ryan. I asked I asked if you had any other sequels or comebacks that hit hit home with your soul that oh, you'd like no, to share. No, sorry, I don't. I'm just just Shrek 2 for you. Just Shrek 2. You know what? That's okay. That's all you need, really. <laughs> as long as it works for you. Um Sam? <laughs> Let's uh, let's try to build off that, Sam. Zach, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're totally fine. Um, I love it, Sam. Build off that. What I know you've been thinking about this for the last 24 okay. hours. What uh, what are some sequels or comebacks that really hit home for you? Well, when I saw your text, I sat and like pondered it all day. And <laughs> I am I allowed to say two? Is yes, that against you, the rules. You are absolutely allowed. Okay, or I, I don't want to steal any if anyone else had one of these ideas. But the first I pondered one, mine. All day too. Sorry, <laughs> I, sorry. I overthink things. I'm That's sorry. I, um, first, by far, um, Star Wars Episode, what is it? Uh, five. 
The Empire go. Strikes Back, by far one of the best movies ever made. Definitely the best Star Wars movie ever made. Ooh, oh, my whoa. word. Not true. I am willing to fight that one, <laughs> but that's a whole other podcast we'll, we'll right keep, there. We'll, we'll reschedule that fight for a different night. But tell us, so why is this episode your favorite? Um, I'll, I'll, First off, one of the best plot twists in cinematic history. When it first came out, it shook the world. Having Luke, I mean, spoiler alert if you've never seen the movie, but I'm sorry. But Luke being the son of Darth Vader was <gasps> mind blowing. Wait, that's what happened? <laughs> oh my goodness. No. no. To, to the great, one of the most iconic movie quotes of all time in that exact same scene with Darth Vader going like, what is it? No, I am your father. Like, I am your father. Come on. That's like literally iconic. Can you can you recreate that scene very quickly with Ryan being Luke Skywalker? <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna I don't want <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't remember that. <laughs> Let's move. Let's move For on. My never lightsaber mind. grunt. <laughs> that, never mind. We're gonna move on. Bad idea on my part. Um. So, excuse me. I apologize for. Uh, oh my gosh. People probably listen to this and they're like, "Why do they? Why do they laugh so much at their own jokes? They're not that funny." We're really funny. <laughs> I'm sorry, um, Sam. Please, please continue. No, you're fine. No, really quick. I'll just throw this other one out there. And I, I hope everyone else in this group can, I hope we all can see this the same. One of the greatest sequels of all time was The Dark Knight, the second Batman movie from Christopher yeah. Nolan. I mean, oh, yeah. not, not too many movies can beat that one. But I won't give reasons because I have a feeling other people might have thought of that one. So I can just move on. I'll, I'll give other people a spotlight for that one. Perfect. I appreciate. I think most people would agree that is one of the greatest sequels of all time. Um, oh. Absolutely, hands down. Um, Alex, what are some things as you've been thinking about and distract, taking time away from your your anniversary date night to think about this? What uh, What are some sequels that that you really cling to in your life? Well, first of all, Sam, love the Dark Knight. I forgot about that one. That's a great pick. But for me, this one actually kind of relates to my anniversary because. <laughs> Uh, when I got married, I found out that my wife had never seen Lord of the Rings. She had never seen it. Great trilogy. But if you show somebody the first movie of the Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring, it's a little slow, a little boring. And you're really banking on the two towers, the second one, to say this is the, one of the best trilogies of all time. And you've got you know Frodo and Sam embarking on their journey and the emergence of Gollum as a main character. And that that second movie really just propels you into the story. And I think without it, um, I don't know, there'd be just quite the jump from from the first one, which is a, it's slightly a bit of a letdown. So mm. that'd be my first one. The Two Towers, Lord of the Rings. That's my sequel. My comeback, I don't know if this qualifies, but I saw Caleb was mentioning <laughs> it, was when the Cleveland Cavaliers came back from three games to one to beat your uh, state workers uh, in <clears throat> the uh, high and lofty team of the decade couldn't even win the finals against the king LeBron James. So I'm so happy you, you specifically said Zach's team. 
Yeah, I I really was looking forward to talking. About you know what? That. I understand. And again, I understand this is the show. It holds my namesake, but again, this is an area for growth. Uh, you know, I, it was a very humbling experience to go through that. Uh, you know, those those. I bet it was. <laughs> <laughs> you know what though? Um, I accept it. Uh, LeBron is a great player. Draymond got a little heated. That's on him. It is what it is. It is one of the greatest comebacks. There's no denying it. I still enjoy watching it, even though I know exactly what's going to happen. It kills me, but it's still down to the wire. Game seven, everything, the block, the shot. Oh my goodness, it's nuts. But you know, obviously, it hurt me a little bit <clears throat> deep down in the soul. But still got three rings, so you know, it doesn't hurt me too much. I got one more actually. If that's Absolutely. Okay. You have. It also relates to you again, Zach, which is pretty pretty convenient, but. I remember a couple Super Bowls ago, we were watching the Patriots and the Falcons play, and the Falcons happened to be up 28-3 to at halftime or something like that, third quarter. And I remember getting a text from you, Jack, saying, oh, the Falcons are so good. This is like taking candy from a baby. And would you believe it, the Patriots came back to win that one as well. So I don't know. Uh uh, your sports analysis, maybe one. Throwing you know Zach under the bus today. You know what though? He's yeah. right. I've been on the butt end of both of the probably the two of the greatest comebacks in sports history, which is why I'll never bet against Peyton Manning or excuse me, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, ever again. I don't care how old he is or you know what kind of walker he's got. I'm not. I'm done betting against him. <clears throat> um, and, and you know, kind of the same with LeBron. So I learned my lesson. It's okay. Um, I, I. It's funny you brought that up. Um, as a nice little transition there, I, that was my comeback that I was going to bring up. Um, but I'm glad you talked about it because it, it is, it, I went back and rewatched uh, a good portion. Of it. And I'll tell you what, man, I've, I've never seen a team like the Patriots be so resilient and I've never seen a team crumble so badly as the Falcons. <laughs> cause I would argue that was worse than the Warriors three one. Cause the Warriors three one has that caveat of Draymond green missed a game. And they could have won that game, and they missed him very, very much. Where the Falcons were at full strength, and they just fell apart. Play calling, you know, fumble turnover, all of it. Like it was just, just abysmal. So <clears throat> that uh, uh, I don't know, Zach. I think the Falcons fell apart in about twenty minutes of playing, while the Warriors fell apart in about three hours of basketball. <laughs> it was a pretty, pretty disastrous. <clears throat> Humble for your beloved Golden no, State. No, you're uh, right. You're right. You're 72 right. Seventy-two and whatever team. Seventy-three and seventy-three nine. and nine. How oh, I know it. It's uh, <clears throat> it's two two games that will never be forgotten. And uh, you know what? That's okay. It's it's it is what it is. Life moves on, and I can cry in private about it. So it's not a big deal. Yeah, Zach cried all his tears out. So it's, <laughs> you're a good sport, Zach. Thanks. I've uh, I've lost enough where I uh, you know learn how to and then you if I remember correctly you used my wife against me um, or my now wife against me at the time because you tried calling me I ignored your call because I knew what the call was going to be <laughs> and then I saw Ashley calling me and I picked up and lo and behold it was Alex Bryan on the other line and it was oh what about those Falcons you know it was great so <clears throat> that was so nice yeah. I, was, I was actually pretty mad after that game <laughs> I don't know why but I was neither team is my favorite team but that's a great game 
my favorite sequel, again, I'm so, so glad you brought up Lord of the Rings because I was going to bring it up if nobody did. But that is amazing. Um, besides that, one that I think is sorely slept on because it's it's been a while. But the second Spider-Man movie in the original Tobey Maguire series, in my mind, besides Lord of the Rings, is the greatest sequel in movie history. It was amazing. It not Amen. only built off of the character of Peter Parker and Spider-Man and continued to build that connection you had with him. The villain was even better in the second one with Doc Ock and him just feeling so human. You felt for him, but I mean, he's still a butt and he was, you know, putting people in danger. So it's, I love that movie so much. In fact, I probably got to go back and, and rewatch it sometime soon. But I, I thought that movie, um, for me as a, as a young, you know, middle schooler, <clears throat> just getting into superhero movies and stuff like that and watching it with my dad, I was just like, this is the greatest thing ever. I want to be Spider Man when I grow up, wear tights, swing, you know, on buildings. <laughs> through Minneapolis and save lives, things like that. Um, <clears throat> so that to me is one of my favorite sequels of all time. Um, and I need to go back Zach, and rewatch it. Is Toby Maguire your favorite? I was just going to ask that. Good question. We'll touch on this very, very quickly. Um, again, maybe a battle for another night because I know where you stand, I think. Um, but yeah, cause he's not. <laughs> he's for sure not. <laughs> I'll tell you what, as a comic book fan and just as a, as a story writing and, I think those the first trilogy is still the best to me. Um, the new, I like Tom Holland a lot. I think he has potential because he's the first Spider Man that actually looks like he's in high school. Um, but we'll just forget about Andrew Garfield. Yeah, Tobey Maguire looks like he's four. <laughs> <laughs> he really does. I mean, it's like how many years did they hold him back in second grade? He's been there forever. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I under, I understand. I felt I, so uncomfortable watching that movie. Oh, like, Tobey Maguire. Oh, I just like, I, or I don't mean, I don't know. That's I agree. Ryan. I just like. <laughs> that's okay. Um, again, battle for another day. I, I actually, I do genuinely enjoy all three Spider-Man uh, versions, though. That I wouldn't say that there's one that I hate. I enjoy all three of them, and they're all pretty like close to me. But I think maybe part of it is nostalgia. I grew up with the, yeah, you know, true. Sammy Raimi and, and Tobey Maguire, so it's just like, man, I love that stuff. And they had some great actors for villains and stuff um, uh, in those first couple movies. So I've, it, it's tough. But again, I like all three iterations of it. Grew up on the animated version. I love Spider Man. That's my guy. So. Um, Sorry to which, on your party. Oh, it's okay. You did. Which, ironically, I don't know how Spider-Man was my favorite superhero growing up. He's my favorite. Too. I'm I'm deathly afraid of spiders, and I hate oh. heights. So I don't oh. understand why I was drawn to him at all. Oh. It doesn't make sense, but it is what it is. And you know what? It's I can live with it. Um, with that, is there any? Uh, we kind of you know covered comebacks, sequels again. Um, if, you, if you've listened this far, I appreciate it. This is our comeback episode. Um, we want to close. Um, a, a huge passion I have is, is just for growth and to encourage growth in others. So, um, you know, we love having fun and laughing at dumb things. And, and you guys think we're ridiculous. But um, I, I just want to try to wrap up every episode with something meaningful, something to encourage growth or talk about growth. And so tonight, um, this year has been nuts. You all know that everybody's yeah. been affected in different ways. I just want to quickly go around and just share... Uh, what's something God has been really laying on your heart or teaching you um, throughout this season of life, throughout this year where things have been crazy, plans have been canceled. Um, I, I know each of you has, has been affected by it differently, but um, I want to start with with Ryan again. Yeah. And, and what's, I don't know, just quickly, Ryan, what's what's something God's been laying on your heart and been teaching you throughout this season of life? Yeah. Um, so like earlier this year, I was in Nashville for a few months 
um, doing music and going like really hard and um, just working a lot. And I like loved what I was doing, but I didn't really have a ton of rest. I felt very burned out from kind of my time at college. Um, I was a senior and um, it was honestly like <laughs> people talk about like how negative like COVID-19 is or whatever. But for me, a lot of it was really restful and it's at, at least initially, you know, and it was like the Lord was kind of stripping away things in my life um, so that I could refocus my um, my attention back on Jesus. And um, it's, uh, yeah, that was, that was actually um, really good for me to just be resting. And I've been trying to be intentional about this fall of like um, making sure that, you know, Jesus is number one and I'm not just filling my life full of busyness, you know, because mm-hmm. I I think it's easy to just distract myself with filling up my calendar. Um, But having that time in the morning with him and um, being in constant communication with Christ is, is super important. And um, that's, that's kind of what I've been learning um, this, this year. So. Absolutely. No, thanks so much. I think, I think that's, that's so good to talk about just resting. Cause I, I mean, I know I've, I struggled so much when this all started in March, just to rest. Um, cause yeah. you know, less hours at work, things like that. Schools in limbo, like, you know, how do I rest in the midst of this? But that's so good. Thanks so much for, for sharing that. Yeah. Um, Sam, what's, what's something, um, just as a background, if, if you haven't listened before, um, Sam has been kind of in the, in the workplace for a couple of years now. Um, and he's worked his way up. Uh, Sam, I really, really admire his work ethic. Um, and it's something I really admire in our friendship too. Um, but we'll just talk about maybe uh, how that's affected you through work or just different, maybe something else that God's been really yeah. putting on your heart. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> This year, I'd say a lot, a lot has happened this year in a lot of different ways and definitely a whirlwind, like you said. Um, but if I could just, I mean, pinpoint one thing for the podcast, I have one thing God's been encouraging me with, um, while also teaching me when talking to people is uh, right now, like with the whole virus and everything and like in living in a bigger city too with like the whole mask mandate and stuff and there's so many people who are very against it and who are very for it and it's so easy talking to people in casual conversation to just judge and assume on like a skin level of people like seeing what how people are acting and treating mm-hmm. stuff and instantly yeah. just judge situations judge lives judge experiences without actually talking to people um, and I mean, we don't need to get into crazy stuff, but like, especially like with like election year, like it's, it almost amplifies that to a whole nother level. Like yeah. the second you hear one thing about someone, it instantly is like, you've just decided everything you need to know about that person. And yeah, it's, I've fallen into that trap recently a few times. I've definitely realized, um, but no, God's been in prayer and in my own personal time, I've been realizing God's pointed out like, well, maybe you should, like, you need to talk to people. You need to understand what people are going through or what this person is thinking. And mm. it's, it's really been encouraging to actually have genuine conversations with the people I 
run into, like, uh, Zach, as you said, like, in the workplace all the time, um, and instead of just be joking around all the time, have real conversations with people I know for a fact have night and day different views than me of about what everything is going on right now, and night and day different, like, opinions on what to do about everything right now, and and instead of instantly being like, oh, I think it's different, so they're instantly wrong, it's more of, like, not listen, not hearing opinions first, hearing who they are, and then talking about opinions, and if that mm-hmm. makes sense. I don't want to yeah. start rambling, but... Um, you can. Yeah, so God's just been encouraging me to... I guess the quickest way to say it is just build connections in a time where we people can feel very isolated. Like, connect with people and encourage people in, my, in the light that Jesus gave me as a person. Yeah. To people who may not see it right now. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's that's so good, and uh, I appreciate. I, I think you're absolutely right. Like in this season, uh, <laughs> there's so many different, you know, um, just hot topics that can just set things off so quickly. But I think that's so important just to listen and to really focus on, um, you know, getting to know the person and understand their experiences and, and what's going on in their lives. I think that's such a good uh, reminder. Um, Alex. Uh, you live out in California and have experienced this thing on a whole different level statewide and, and just all the different things that have been happening. What's, I guess, what's, what's something God's been putting on your heart or just been teaching you throughout this season of, of craziness? Yeah. So, um, these past few months have been kind of actually difficult, uh, for me, um, not just with COVID, but, um, at the beginning of COVID, I was, um, something with my relationship with God was I was trying to, um, just be more disciplined and spending time in his presence, being in his word mm. and being in prayer. And, um, yeah, that actually really came into play in my life. In June, I, uh, ruptured my appendix. This was two months ago. And, um, I just had stomach pain one morning and the next morning it was still there. So I went to the hospital and that led to some, uh, emergency surgery and six and a half days in, in the hospital. And, uh, it was just really difficult because my wife couldn't be with me because of COVID. So I was just sitting there, you know, alone in a hospital room with the nurses that I didn't know. And um, somebody sent me the song. Uh, this is, I can't remember what it's called exactly, but Fight My Battles. And there's a line in that that says, it may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. And I really felt that um, just nearness of God, that he would never leave me or forsake me during that time in the hospital and um that's just something you know i'm i'm all better now but that's something i don't want to to leave me you know that just that remembrance that god is with me each and every day um he is not far he's a god that's near and personal and we know that because of uh you know his sending of his son jesus so um yeah i just i want to be in the presence of god every day and i know that he is with me because he lives inside me and um, that was just a just a season where I really felt that in a in a powerful way. So that's awesome. Thanks so much for sharing. Um, yeah, no, I, I think everything you guys shared has been so good. I think just the intentional time spent because you know, as stressful as it is when you're forced to, you know, like for me and, and my wife um, Ashley, both of us had our hours cut down significantly. Um, so that was tough because summertime for me is, you know, in between school. So this is when I get to earn, you know, a, a good chunk of, of our income and, and kind of save up for the coming year. And 
we just weren't able to do that this year. So that was, you know, that was a, a stressful aspect of it. Um, but just like learning how to, like you talked about, like learning how to rest um, and then spending that intent. Cause I had a lot of extra time. So, mm-hmm. you know, how was I using it? How was I being productive? Um, and at first, you know, I probably wasn't being very productive. I'm sure I watched way too much Netflix, spent too much time on Tiger King, uh, you know, <laughs> things like that. Um, but no, just, just learning. So that's something this, this whole year has, has been so meaningful to me is just learning how to just like, uh, structure my, I'm, I'm a huge daily routine guy. So just structuring my day and, and making literal intentional time, whether it's like right at 4 PM, whatever that looks like. Um, because I'm not, you know, I know if I don't set a specific time, I, I, I tend to gloss over things, uh, very, if I feel busy or feel like, Oh, I'll just, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll skip that for today. So mm, yeah. just setting it aside specific time for, it, um, it is so vital and so important. Um, just for, just for spiritual and emotional and mental health, uh, when you're dealing with a lot of stresses and anxieties and things like that. So, um, yeah, I I thank you guys so much for sharing everything again. If you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. This is our rough draft comeback episode again. Um, trying to, the, the goal behind this now with this reboot really is to, is to kind of refine it. Um, again, I have a huge passion for growth and, and for encouraging growth in others. It's why I love coaching and teaching so much. So with this podcast, I always kind of want to try to tie it in at the end. Uh, we have a couple different episode series that we're going to be trying to, to boot up here. And so that will give you guys different, you know, maybe different things that you're interested in. Uh, we're going to do some, some music stuff specifically, introduce you guys to some new music and some good friends of mine um, and do like a, a testimonial series where, you know, I have people on that have really impacted me or I know have a really cool story about what God has done in their lives. Um, and just kind of do different series like that. And I'm sure I'll have other ideas as well. And we'll always try to do something fun as well um, and make you guys laugh at how ridiculous we are. Or maybe we're being funny. Who knows? But, um, <laughs> but yeah, thanks so much for listening. Um, with that, uh, uh, Alex, Sam, Ryan, thanks so much for being on. Um, I always love having you guys on. Uh, it's kind of crazy doing it over the phone, but, you know, practicing safe social distancing. Alex, thanks so much. Sam, thank you. Ryan, thank you. Um, but yeah, with that, we're, we'll sign off here. Um, thanks so much for listening. Um, again, you can find this. Obviously, you found it somewhere, but tell a friend. Uh, I encourage you, if, if, it, if it's something that impacted you or you know you think might impact somebody else, give us a share. Appreciate it. Subscribe on iTunes, all that fun self-promoting stuff, whatever it is. Um, and if not, that's okay, too. I just appreciate you guys listening, tuning in, uh, hanging out with us tonight. Um, but stay tuned. There's more to come. Um, if you don't already, we have a page on Facebook. You can track us down there, the Zach Ricky Show. Give, give us a follow. We'll keep you updated on everything going on. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Um, anything else, guys? Any any lasting wisdom? Uh, yeah, Toby Maguire is not a good Spider Man. <laughs> and go watch Trek too. <laughs> awesome. Well, now you know what you have to do throughout this week. That's your homework. Thank you guys so much for tuning in with that. This is Zach Ricky and the crew signing off. Huge shout out to Caleb Holt who couldn't be here tonight, but you know what? I'm sure he's doing something amazing for his wife, like cleaning the house, doing the dishes, being a great husband. That's what he does. Um, We'll get him on at some point. I know you guys miss his voice. I do too. With that, we're signing off. Uh, Have a fantastic night, morning, evening, afternoon, wherever you are in your day. Thank you for listening. Uh, We will see you next time.